Welcome to episode 487 of Awkward Pause. Uh, my name is Elmer Guardado. Joining me here today is uh, Andrew Street. Man, 487. I never thought I could do anything for this long. Also here with us, Cassidy Sargent. My name is Cassidy Sargent. Yeah, man. It's been a long time. Cassidy? Yes. When you wake up in the morning, you know, you 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 rub the sleep away out of your eyes. Mhm. You're starting to stretch a little bit. You peel the denim blanket comforter off. Right. And you normally walk straight. I assume you sprint full speed into the closet to put on jeans. I have one of those like Rube Goldberg machines <laughs> so that like my legs don't touch the floor unless they're in jeans. <laughs> mm. uh, so yeah, yeah. Actually, this brings up an interesting point because I feel like this is that's a term that has many different names and I'm always curious to hear what people call it like this stuff in your eyes post sleeping what do you call that you call that sleep i call that because i read it in like a book once and i was like that's better because of the same thing you're trying to address right now i always felt the same way can't even remember what i used to say but i read that once and i was like you know what that sounds like really nice it doesn't sound gross it's better than like crust or something yeah yeah i boogers, I, yeah, boogers or bugs yeah yeah i don't like any mm. of that I just yeah, got rub the sleep. sleep out of your eyes yeah oh it sounds cute it sounds like a little disney princess waking up yeah i got i got mm-hmm. mr sandman last night mm-hmm. but like an not the metallica way. version though no i didn't get sandman oh man <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I saw you this morning, Cass. You yeah. uh, you stood up, and your lower half was caught on camera, mm-hmm. and you were wearing what looked like the comfiest pants I've ever seen you wear. I mean, because I'm they're in, not denim. I'm in your traditional, you know, winter fall flannel pajamas here. Uh, you know, I'm permanent work from home now. Nothing matters, dude. No one yeah. is ever going to see my lower half again. In fact, the, the 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 fact that you just did creates a problem to like my entire security system here. I'm going to need to change my <laughs> camera setup. I'm going to need to make some major remodeling decisions. What if but you anyway, got yeah, What I if got you got Here's a, here's a crazy idea. It's not even that crazy. What if we get you Let's find like a generic jogger that you like or sweatpant. Done. Have right? That. Yes. Let's get it custom made in chroma key green. <laughs> and let's set like your zoom background to uh-huh. just be a denim pattern. That way, if you're ever accidentally caught on camera, no one's the wiser. No problem. Mm. Why don't I get a full Lycra like green man suit and I can just yep. live my dream of being a full denim man? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna look like pepsi man but exactly. made of denim uh, oh man now cast those uh flannel pajamas they got like the the unbuttonable uh rear on them <laughs> no not, not, quite, not quite that serious uh uh they've got the they've got the button fly in the, in the front you know mm-hmm. you know so that you're not uh you know slipping through the gate so to speak uh but yeah no but no butt flap I've never owned a piece of clothing with a butt flap. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like a little kid thing or? I think the idea is like, uh, like, okay, I've got a full like union suit on like a pair of long underwear and it's our underwear. Exactly. It's either too cold to strip down or it's going to be too much of a hassle for me to take fucking everything off for me to just take a shit. So let me just butt flap it. Seems a little messy with like, I mean, we're talking about cross factors, dude. We're not. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that's who I pictured, like actually wore these and Stewie mm-hmm. from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, Infant honestly, children. the Stewie thing is burned in is burned in my brain because like in middle school, kids coming to school in like the Stewie costume mm-hmm. and that being a thing. Oh, look, I'm going to put the butt flap down. <laughs> yep. I totally remember that, dude. Oh, man. God. 
That's awful. But I'm happy to see you cozy and embrace the uh, you know the work from home life cast. I mean, we're trying. You're to saying we already talked about this. I don't remember actually. I feel like we the had last a whole, time a whole thing about my sweatpants. <clears throat> we did it because he got the jogger sweatpants. Yeah. See, the last time I remember we talked about this was when he was looking at us like we were slobs for not wearing jeans to go into Zoom calls. He did say that if you wake up and you get on your Zoom calls in basketball shorts or something, he called us clowns. Yeah. I mean, it's a, he came it, for us. It's a podcast, you know. We're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, things, you know, have, things have changed. That was, you know, eight yeah, months that was, of pandemic and election ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. New man. Yeah, I think it's great. I think you should just be. It's gonna. Be, I feel like we did talk about this now that I remember because we talked about is this how is this gonna impact fashion? Are we gonna go full like athleisure or just leisure? Is the suit finally going to die, Andy? No way. As soon as that w- things open back up, people are pulling out their the suits again. suits. Yep. I, it's going to go hard in the opposite direction. You're bringing the vest back, pocket watch. Mm-hmm. They're going to look like a 1940s bank teller. Derby hats, fedoras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things my mom has been actually very upset about through quarantine is that she can't show off her shoes to anyone. Mm-hmm. So... Suits are coming back because, you know, there are those people, too. Yeah, I did. Actually, um, I was thinking like one of the random like little. I don't want to say benefits, but weird things I just noticed this year was just like, oh, I really haven't been wearing shoes. So I haven't like bought shoes. You know, like I bought I bought a pair of Vans right before quarantine and they're still pristine. Like the whites are like still white because I've, I've worn them maybe like a couple times, Mm -hmm. you know, it's weird. Yeah. I feel like I have uh, a bunch of shoes that I would wear out like nicer, like they're clean. Mm -hmm. I'd wear them to work or like, and I feel like I haven't touched those. I put the same pair of vans on every single day to go out. Now you can only show them off on TikTok. Mm hmm. Guys, can we TikTok is good. Is it? I it's good. It's fucking good. I feel good. like it, it it what scares me or not scares me, but what overwhelms me is I feel like it's going to be hard to get the what you think is good TikTok. Like how do I bake the algorithm mm-hmm. to not give mm-hmm. me the bull, the cringe that I think TikTok is, you know, often associated. I just with. want the I want the equivalent of a YouTube Vine compilation. Mm-hmm. Just, just okay. show me the cream. So when you first start up, it's gonna be bad. Well, I'm out. The algorithm it hasn't it hasn't learned. It takes like a day or two. You know, in the beginning, I'm swiping through. I'm getting dance videos. The first I'm ten hours are really bad. Conservative. It's it good. <laughs> but once once you you know, it quickly learns the content you want. I'm there for the cat content. Majority of the time. Some cooking content, maybe some games content. But here's the thing. Unlike Twitter, it doesn't make me miserable. The videos are funny. I do, it's just I a do lot of cat videos. I do need a good scroll. And, dude, like, there's times where I'm scrolling for an hour. I scroll so much that I get the, the TikTok itself sent me a video. It's like, hey, you've been scrolling for a while. Maybe you should go drink some water. <laughs> Buddy. Uh, but it's great. See, it's way better. Reddit than is my ones, infinite scroll. I'm a Reddit dude. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I, but Reddit I can makes you miserable. With that. Reddit makes you miserable? Because then I go into the comments. Oh, stop. Right? You can See, my... control that. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I got to stop looking at the discourse. Yeah. You, you, Even the you stuff I follow. You the subreddits that you don't want. You get your wholesome memes on there. You get your awe on there. You got your humans being bros on there. You got your made me mm-hmm. smile on there. You're right. It's I haven't possible. I haven't curated. The last time I truly curated my Reddit thing was la- was when I started Reddit. So, you know, I've added stuff here and there, but I still have all these horrible meme accounts that have aged poorly since you told me to follow them, Cass. <laughs> you know, Comedy Cemetery's not really dropping bangers anymore. <laughs> yeah, Rage Comics has really fallen yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That that was a miss, guys. I, <laughs> Advice I animals. I thought the F U uh, U U U U U U was a great subreddit, <laughs> but uh, guess not. 
the e memes have really you know they fell off a cliff yeah they really didn't hold their value the way we thought they did they were i i mean memes don't hold their value at all right they fucking die oh i got something to talk about i saw a movie was- about memes that i the think- emoji movie yeah <laughs> no I, this is a movie that uh <laughs> i, I want to recommend to everyone i thought it was so fantastic uh it's called feels good man and it's the story Pepe. of Pepe. And oh, it's yeah. a really, like, incredibly well-done documentary. Um, the visuals are fucking amazing. Like, the animation is so good. Um, but it just kind of, like, tells his story of, like, how he made Pepe, how it, like, you know, became an internet thing, how it was taken away. That and image how, got, like, hijacked. Yeah, and how he had to, like you know start lawyering up and like taking down fucking pepe and nazi uniforms and shit and um but in parallel it's also this grander like moment in time about the internet and like what we do with art that just kind of like like this dude didn't make any money from it right but Mm. is that also why it got big because he wasn't making money off of it because it was like a free thing so fascinating documentary very good but the thing that was blowing my mind is like now we're at this point this is the first documentary i've seen that actually kind of talks about the internet in a pretty aware way like it doesn't feel like an old man talking about the internet um they have these like oh i'm trying to remember what the title was but it was basically like a meme scholar Mm. like this dude who's you know he's talking about memes but he's talking about them like a professor um Mm -hmm. and it's incredible i i cannot recommend that enough professor of modern sociology or something like that modern anthropologist i mean it's only a matter of time before there's a museum of memes right yeah gidry scanlon in there i want my blinking white guy Mm -hmm. yeah that's good I feel like a, that the blinking white guy. That's a meme that holds up for a while. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean he was on uh, most. you know Good Morning America and mm-hmm. shit. He's got staying power, and he's using it for good, which I appreciate. Shout out, mm-hmm. biking white guy. You know, it's not like some of these memes that live and die in the span of seven days. I'm trying to think of a good one, like E, like E, like mm-hmm. like Isopod Central. E. Mm-hmm. Remember her uh, the Isopod memes. Harambe lasted a good while. Yeah. I mean, remember when, like, fucking a million people voted for Harambe in the 2016 election? Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> uh, I miss the isopod memes. Andrew, what you been up to? Uh, honestly, not much. Yeah. We, uh, I mean, things are starting to, to pick back up again, right? Like, New Jersey's... Our numbers are spiking. We're gonna we're days away from a lockdown. Uh, they're starting to close school, and if they close schools, there's no way. That, there's no like some. I heard somebody last night say, if they close schools, there's no way they can keep bars open and restaurants. So everything's got to lock down. Yeah, that uh, makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Uh. So yeah, I think we're we're probably heading t- towards that. Uh, but other than that, I like honestly, I hang out in the house with the cat. I go on some walks. We're kind of living our best life right now. I say we, but me. Melissa has to go to work and do actual stuff. Like she's not a child. You and the cat are living your best life. Me lives. and the cat. Yeah. yeah, we hang out at home. It's been a grand old time. Do you, sh- do, you, do you think there's any resentment from her? Uh, I think more there, than usual. No I resent- mean. More than usual, probably not. But, I mean, there is something kind of like, you know, she comes home and, and I'm sitting in the same place 12 hours later. And then you're and like, Melissa, like... what's for dinner? <laughs> no, I make okay. dinner. <sighs> Usually I try to get it going so it's, you know, when she gets home, it's ready. Or at least close to being ready. Well, see, that's nice. Come but home to a hot meal. That's the thing. Like, I don't ever want to go back because... I don't want to like the idea of coming home from work and then having to cook dinner. Awful. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Now I could just, you know, I can get things going throughout the day, get my, you know, my prep a little bit throughout the day and then I'm just ready to go. 
it's so awesome when you're like you know there's you're finishing the last email you're doing like the little dance and then you can mm-hmm. actually just immediately switch to you got a little time. break in your morning you know oh i don't have any meetings from 10 to 11 maybe i'll get the instant pot going you know. yep. I want to get a sous vide. Sure. That's Ooh, my thing right yeah. now. You were talking about Christmas lists. Mm. I think that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking for. I want to start sous vide <clears> stuff. <throat> Heard good things. Mm-hmm. It's also like, I kind of want, like, you know, I try to eat a bit healthier. I'm always, like, trying to do a little grilled chicken breast every once in a mm-hmm. while. I don't like making chicken. It kind of grosses me out. Cutting it, cooking it. And also, like, you know, it's a pain in the ass to cook on, like, a, a cast iron even because you got to get that internal temperature up. So if I could sous vide it to the temperature and then I just got to crisp it up a little bit in the in the skillet. Are no, you no, against? I don't understand. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, the, the chicken breast conundrum is a very fair conundrum. But mm. I feel like four years ago I was just like, wait, I could just cut up. What if I just cube the chicken breast? Mm-hmm. You know, and then I end up making like cauliflower broccoli, and that's usually my quick, my quickie meal. I'll make it like in a wok. So that's just a pro tip. If you if you were, if you're making chicken breast, which you know I feel like a lot of people are making chicken breast, just cube that shit. Makes it How a lot do you easier. feel about a, like a like a baked chicken breast? You know, I put it in like a Pyrex pan, little like lemon juice, salt, pepper, garlic kind of stuff. Also great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It I, doesn't get the I'm, crisp you're talking about, but it it is just like a very low effort way to ensure it's been cooked. I just I gross, especially if it's a thicker chicken breast. I gross myself out. It's irrational, but I gross myself out about it. Do you it. get like that with because red it's meat? Too, it might be raw or it's too wet or all of the. Above. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the idea that. Unlike red meat, right? If you leave your meat a little rarer, it's fine. Yes. Mm. I'm not going to get salmonella. But something about the chicken being raw and being able to get salmonella just grossed me out. But I have you and Amber a thermometer. Have like, I know that it's cooked all the way through. But, like, you know, sometimes you see a little pink and it's not raw. But it just, you know, then it, it fucks it yes. up for me. I understand. I understand. So, your meat. And it's... <clears throat> Oh yeah, and like especially if like we're doing little tacos or something like. That's the only time. And throw them in the not, now I'm thinking about it. I don't actually make just a chicken breast because I don't like. I have the little thermometer, but you never feel hundo. You know, you always feel. Mm-hmm. Is this the time? Yeah. One of the other things too that I'm into now that it's getting cold. Stock. Mm. Making soups. Oh, you're making bets. The fuck. <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm hashtag Wall Street bets. Uh, we have a farmer's market that I think I've talked about, and they have, like, all their winter shit out now. So I'm making stocks. I got some turnips, some parsnips, Damn. some leeks. So I made chicken stock the other day, on Thursday when I was off. Uh, and I'm probably going to make soup next week. See, we just picked up some parsnips. We got back on the imperfect produce kick. Mm-hmm. So... Those are going to be here on. Is Monday. that the box? It is the box. Yeah. So this is like the mm-hmm. you know either extra or surplus or ugly uh, produce shipped to your box or excuse me shipped to your house. What I didn't realize about them is they're doing like proteins and shit now. So they're also sending us beef oh, wow. tenderloin because they had like way too much of that. So that was on a deep discount. Uh, kind of wild, man. Damn, and that like I feel like the imperfect stuff's perfect for throw that make a stop. Yeah, just fucking exactly throw that shit in a pot let it sit all day i think the other conundrum too that we're dealing with is like we're trying to do less meat right like not make Mm -hmm. meat the staple of every single thing uh which is both like easy and hard Mm -hmm. we use a lot of chickpeas Mm -hmm. we make like we made chickpea curry we do like chickpea buffalo chickpea tacos they're very versatile how we feeling about cauliflower over there because cauliflower is a big staple in this house yeah, big fan okay. of the, the cauliflower. You do the cauliflower, cauliflower steak? So, here's the thing. Amber posted that cauliflower steak. I have a screenshot of it because I want to try I can it. recommend the cauliflower steak with the chimichurri is like a, yep. is a, is a very good uh, meat substitute, but like pretty hearty meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to try that. I bet like three, four of our days a week are mealless these days and it like not even by design really it just like our diet kind of drifted that direction 
That's good. Because I, I, I feel like when we get – honestly, we're very guilty, especially on the weekends, of doing takeout. Hmm. We have a lot of places around here. It's just very easy to walk to, like, grab takeout. Uh, and I feel like typically when we do takeout, I'm getting meat mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. way. So it's like if we could cut the meat when we're cooking ourselves to a minimum, it's like, okay, then when we go to takeout, it's not as bad when we get meat. I don't know that I'm ever going to reach full vegan, but I don't know that that's the life for me. So speaking of TikTok, I'm going, I feel like I'm going the other way with social media, man. Fucking fleets. I'm, I'm, I'm very upset that every social media feels like it has to be every social media. And it's sort of turning me off from the whole thing, honestly. Like, what Mm -hmm. is it? A quarter of my screen, a third of my screen on my fucking Twitter feed is now fleets that i don't want like can i give you the pro side of fleets i don't like i don't even want that though like that's not what i come to twitter for i'm gonna give it to you that's not what i want to see i don't want that kind don't don't get your vine or your instagram stories or your tiktok in my twitter the good thing is that i think this is just pushing us away from it Mm. because I actually think like I went from angry to indifferent to just like I don't have notifications uh, come through to me to uh, on my phone from Twitter so I have to like go to Twitter so now Twitter is like I will just scroll when I want to in bed um, and that has solved a bit a big part of the problem but you're right like they're all the same like I don't really watch Instagram stories even I rarely even I don't really fuck with Instagram that much but I felt it this week. The moment those fleets came out, I was like, I was on Twitter a lot less. And uh, it's good when you're not trying to stop yourself from doing social media and you just like kind of get a little bored with it. But I like good jokes, you know, and that's kind of Mm -hmm. Twitter gives me a good like last night I was on a roll where since I hadn't been on all day, all the good shit was like at the top. And it was just like a good 10 minutes of LOLs. Mm-hmm. I feel like for the fleets, I follow so many things I don't care to see the fleets for on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like on Instagram, I only follow really people I like or people I'm close to. Or isopod accounts. And I like the isopod accounts. I want to see their stories. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, on Twitter, I follow a bunch of like new, like I don't need to see fucking NPR's fleets. Yeah. I can see their normal tweets and get the news. Uh, so it's weird and like if you scroll like you follow so many more people on Twitter it's like the infinite fucking scroll of fleets yeah I don't know man I don't know it's weird it's it's there to keep you on there longer give you another thing to look at but it's done the opposite yeah. for me Um, it's pretty fucking weird not a fan of it I have I have a couple nights where I delete all of the social media apps off my phone and then I re-download them the next day yeah Uh moments of like I, I i'm done with this i don't need this anymore and then i end up down re-downloading so i could see what's going on in our group message and be in the loop and then you re- then when you think about it you're like what am i even in the loop you yeah, know like it's a fucking what do i know nothing yeah i started a an audio an audiobook oh, oh nice yeah um, what are you listening to reading it's a charlie kaufman book that came out this year it is called ant kind and it is hilarious um i heard it recommended on a podcast and the hype was just it felt like too much i was like this this has to be good based on this this amount of hype and uh infowars podcast yeah i just right on uh i'm angry yeah i'm actually uh an oan guy Okay, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the it's Anthony Jeselnik, who's a very good comedian. He has a podcast, and he recommends a book at the end of every episode. And you know, I'm always interested, but just I'm not a book guy. Uh, but he said this was a the only book that's ever made him laugh out loud, and uh, it has made me chuckle quite a bit. His is, uh, his first and only novel. Mm-hmm. It is a fiction. It's a 
it's fiction, but it's like, uh, are you are you guys familiar with the micro penis method? You're gonna have to. I don't think <laughs> so. Have to elaborate <laughs> on that one. Okay, so like it's it's like the thing where oh, I can't remember. There's an there's like a famous example that is where this comes from, and and it's now it's just like a pop culture thing, but it's like when you write something and say like if I write Cassidy Sargent is a child molester and he has a micro penis you can't sue me for calling you a child molester because I also said you have a micro penis so you'd have to like prove you have a micro penis okay does that make couldn't, sense? Couldn't I just sue you for both and say, "Well, both of these are lies"? Well, it's not like a, it's not like libel. It's just like, oh, well, to be more specific, like if I made a movie about you or something like that. Okay. Like I, I could, I could say this is not you. This is a fictional character. Oh, the real Cassidy Sargent a, doesn't yes, have a micro. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, so it'd be like you know, mm-hmm. Bassidy Bargent is a child mm-hmm. is this child molester character who has a micro penis. I'd be like, well, that's based on me. It's like. And I'm not a child molester. Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. yeah I got yeah, it. Yeah. I got it. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. There's one famous example that I'm sure if you if you Google around you can find it. Um, but this is kind of does th- that um, a little bit. He's ripping on this kind of pretentious New York Times uh, film critic, and the language is so good. And I tried to describe this book to Robert, but I couldn't really do it. Um, but it kind of just feels like a long he's kind of a loser this this main character you're following but there's elements of like real like insecurities um masculine insecurities specifically that he explores that i think are very interesting um while still being like hilarious um can't really give you a great example books are hard to describe but it's a good book Good audiobook as well. The performances, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. The plot, I'm reading like a little bit of the synopsis here. Pretty interesting. Absurdist fiction, comedy, and satire. Who reads That's it, do you know? In the audiobook? Um, Just like some guy. Or is it like Charlie Kaufman? It's not Charlie Kaufman. Okay. Um, not important then. Yeah. Honest. Yeah, but it, it's really good. I'm liking it. <laughs> Do you like his like other work? Do you like his movies and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Um, I haven't seen his most recent one that came out on Netflix. I'm thinking but... of ending things. Yeah, yeah. Heard mixed but... things. Yeah, and that's I mean that's kind of every Charlie Kaufman movie. Um, yep. He's kind of a wild guy. Um, but I mean, I think like you know, adaptation is pretty fucking wild um, in a great way. Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. Fantastic. Being John Malkovich, I like Being John one. Malkovich. Just recently watched that one for the first time, actually, like maybe a month ago. Holds up. It does. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a wild one. There's a. Uh, I always see the picture, and it's like imagine not having sex this much, and it's like being John Malkovich, Eternal Sunshine, <laughs> and then also the new movie. Mm. I'm thinking of ending things. Is it like a a, a knock on film dorks? Or I think Charlie it's a knock Kaufman on a Charlie Kaufman movies mm. specifically. I understand. Or people that like them. Mm. Mm. I guess. We watched There's Something About Mary last night. Speaking of Cameron Diaz and Ooh. being John Malkovich. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> a few questionable moments in 2020. But, yeah, uh, things don't age too well, uh, maybe. But yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. There's a lot of heart in that movie. I remember this movie. Oh come on, yeah, you know it's a it's a fairly brothers comedy. Uh, Cameron Diaz, Ben, ben Stiller, Stiller, right? Yeah, Matt Dillon. Oh, I do know this. It's one. on it's on Prime Video. Is this that. the Cameron mo- Diaz movie? Um, is this kind of what blew her up. I guess this, it probably this is. Pre Shrek, bro. Pre Shrek. What year did this come out? Ninety nine. Yeah. Another movie I probably watched way too young. A lot of things probably over my head in this mm-hmm. when I was first watching mm-hmm. There were a lot of those movies where it's like, it's not necessarily like, it's not The Hangover, right? A movie like society is trying to protect you from. But it's just like, you know, this is, this is, this was way later, but I'm thinking of like, uh, you know, uh, 
no strings attached or like these adult rom-coms yep. where there's mm-hmm. things that you you're just like this movie's like not inappropriate but there's so much shit going over my head or little things where it's just like you know i don't know i feel like because my mom maybe watched many of those i feel like for a long time i thought like having sex was just making out like mm-hmm. really hard mm-hmm. you know because those movies never never give you the sex scene it always just like they're just kissing and then they just kiss harder and then we cut to Fade something to black. else yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so i thought that's what sex was yeah it's just when you just fucking just smooch real hard there was like a, i think i watched jersey girl right is it is that the kevin smith one it is a kevin smith one sorry ben Affleck. yeah i watched jennifer yep, i watched that too young and there's like some mo- scenes in that and i was like What's really what's going on here? I watched American Pie too young with my parents. Ooh, that's a that was a fucking yeah. That was something. I mean, speaking of Eugene Levy, we uh, I forget if I talked about this on the show or afterwards last week. We just finished Shit's Creek that has him in it, and it's really fucking good. I loved it a lot. Him and his son. I've had like a couple of false starts on that show. Like, I I think we've gotten two or three episodes in, like, twice. Mm-hmm. Is there, like, a Not threshold of, oh, dude, once you get here, it's, like, all fucking great? Or is it killer from the start? Uh, I think I liked it from the start, okay. but it definitely gets it definitely gets better. I feel like, you know, the first season was kind of getting their footing, and then from there it kind of takes off. But I was into it a lot. I like Eugene Levy a lot. I'm going to rededicate He's, myself. Uh, funny. Yeah, it's a good time, and it's, I think, five or six seasons, but it, it kind of goes by fast. 20-minute episodes. I appreciate a non-HBO uh, length mm-hmm, show every mm-hmm. once in a while. We're doing, a, we're finishing up The Good Place right now on that same length. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, The Good Place is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I also really like uh, Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard a lot. They seem like a nice young couple, or a nice like couple. Kristen They're Bell. probably not that young anymore. Remember uh punked? Holy shit. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> we uh we finished Perry Mason too. That was good. Oh really? That yeah. you liked it? Yeah, I liked it. That looks really interesting. I liked I mean, it. I liked it's it. got my attention. I have I have a weird complaint about it, but I don't want to say anything because if I say it, I feel like it'll just stick out like a sore thumb. So I come see, back to I me see. if you finish it and I'll tell you. Okay. I'm watching uh Fargo season four with Chris mm. Rock. Uh, mm. Fantastic! Oh my god, the drama is so good, dude. Holy shit, that's fantastic. Robert and I caught up on uh, the Eric Andre show last night. Fuck yeah! God damn, this season's nutty. Um, Rapper Ninja Warrior is one of my favorite seg- my, my favorite segments of season five. Yep. Um, and then what else did we watch? Oh. The uh, Tim Heidegger stand-up special on YouTube. Fantastic. Fantastic. It's like it's just on YouTube, but it's like a full whole thing. Um, and it's, it's fucking hilarious. Um, he basically just plays a guy who's bad at stand-up. Um, <laughs> and it's, re- it, it's, re- it's really good, but uh, crazy how much it works, like for a whole hour. Did I tell you guys HBO I cut Ma- cable? What was that? Did I tell you guys I cut cable? Well, I have no cable TV happen? anymore. Uh, like a week ago. Really? What yeah. was the holdout? Yeah. Like, what kept you along? Was it soccer? Um. Yeah. It's like you know. Before, honestly, before we were on my mom's property, so we were getting her cable, and then when mm-hmm. we came over here, it's like you know we were a new sign up, so we got some smoking deal. And so now our first year's up, and they want to charge us, like, the actual thing. But, I mean, legitimately the only thing that I watch on TV is soccer. So. And does MLS have a good, like, subscription platform no. or something? No. Oh. But I, could, I couldn't justify the extra, you know, like, le- legitimately, like, 50 bucks a month for me to watch, yeah. you know, two or three soccer games a month when it's yeah. on. So what's the plan can now? You, can, can't you just read it? Reddit stream. Yeah, so like a Twitch stream. There is a there's a good uh, soccer stream subreddit for sure. But also the games that are on ESPN, I have access to, which is cool. So like there's a playoff game tomorrow, no problem. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a little touch and go there for a bit until I figure out like a somewhat permanent solution. But I think a pretty good one is uh, YouTube TV. It's another subscription, but it got expensive recently. Like Did it? Uh, legitimately, that was my plan. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to go YouTube TV, and then I uh, it's like sixty five bucks a month or something now. Oh wow, I did not know that. It was so cheap for so long. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, these sports things are going to be the big problem. Like, I I pay for the MLB subscription service, but they have all these stupid blackout dates. Exactly. So, like, I end up having to illegally stream them. And it's like, dude, I want to give you the money. But you literally give me zero alternative. I can either watch this game or not watch this game. Like, come on, dude. But hopefully that shit just phases out because I don't really know. I don't know how much traditional cables got left. I think it'll just, or if anything, it could. I could see it shrinking like to more of a boutique model. But I don't know, man. I don't. I feel like this is a lukewarm take, but we're coming full circle, right? Like Netflix just increased their price, mm-hmm. and then like by the time you have like Netflix, HBO, Hulu. Showtime. Hulu. It's like, well, I'm back. I'm just back at cable. Yeah. But you know what? I I don't care because I like that there's no commitment here. Yep. And I like that, you know, with with cable, they would always fuck you with like, oh, you want ESPN? Well, you also got to pay for like Discovery Channel or all this shit, right? And they would package mm-hmm. things up in, in really like unfriendly ways. Um so if I like, you know, for Showtime, it's just like, okay, I've, I've been on Showtime for two months. Probably going to do it one more month to finish one more show. And it's just like, I'll come back to Showtime. When they, I hear that when Space Base to. show is good. With oh, my Heidegger. God. Moonbase 8. We also Moonbase. watched that. Moonbase, yeah. Only six episodes on Showtime. Um, 30 minutes. Hilarious. Tim Heidegger, John C. Riley, Fred Armisen. Uh, I want to watch that. Fucking yeah. so good. Use my Showtime, Andy. You gave it to me, and I need to actually. Yeah do it but i, I want to watch the sopranos so i think i might do that first soprano i mean why is everyone starting the sopranos this is i mean it's great he lives in new jersey elmer i feel like yeah, yeah. i haven't like i feel like every time robert's you go bro- out robert's like, dad's watching the sopranos robert's brother's watching the sopranos maybe that's robert just senior sr man yeah like legitimately every time we've traveled to another state and like you're in the uber and it's like hey uh Oh, where are you from? Oh, New Jersey. It's like, oh, you, you ever watch The Sopranos? Nah, man. I don't know anything about it. Like, when we were in Austin, legitimately, the guy was listening to a Sopranos podcast. Oh, really? When he picked us up. I, when Melissa and I went out. Oh, oh, oh. And, and it was just Robert out there. That's um, fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was like, I'm pretty sure fuck? AJ and Meadow, the two kids, have a podcast. And then uh, Michael... Chris, the character, and one of the uncles has a podcast too. There's there's multiple cast yeah. members doing com- the competing podcasts. It's just so ingrained into everything around here. Like, you go into a pizza place and it's like the fucking owner and like a picture with all of them there. And I just you know I think it's time. Also, everyone says how critically acclaimed it is. So yeah, dude, and, and you could hear this song every. At the beginning of every episode. See the intro too, I like that. This has a long, long, long intro. Just James Gandolfini driving around Newark, dude. To this jam. That show's so good. I guess I guess another thing too that different from cable is like, you know, all these services have no ads. Uh Huge. Which made it even worse. I have Hulu through my Spotify. Mm, so you're stuck with the and ads. I, we watched The Handmaid's Tale like with the ads. Unfucking believable. I couldn't like. Oh yeah. Sometimes like I was like, we just got an ad, and they're giving us three minutes of ads right here. This is fucking crazy. Yikes. I think I don't think they. I don't know that they've gotten worse. I think all of our collective tolerance for ads has just gotten so low, because yeah. I don't see ads. I have like ad block on YouTube, which is the only like video place I would get ads on my computer. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, fucking no commercials. 
in baseball it even goes now like on all the streams that like the red streams i watch it just goes to a blank screen when commercials happen <laughs> they won't they won't like they know no one wants to see that shit the the real shame though is like youtube on my phone or like sometimes like i'll do i'll cast it to the tv mm. if i'm like in the kitchen or doing stuff um you can't skip the ads there no. sometimes getting back to back just hit me with all the ads mm. yeah they're, they're really so stupid too because i get so many purple mattress ads and mm-hmm. it's just like bro i've already bought this you're, you're wasting this ad spend on me did you did you turn off your personalized recommendations are they no longer using your data maybe they don't know you're a purple owner they don't even know that you did the egg test they don't know that i did the egg test it's like if you use a different email for your youtube than Mm -hmm. the one you bought the purple mattress with it's like they don't fucking know it's like everything's so high tech but also really fucking stupid you guys, you, you guys, you guys understand what the purple mattress feels like, right? Can you imagine if y- each of you were on opposite ends of the purple mattress, picking it up and lifting it like out of the apartment? Feels like think, uh, oh yeah, it's like gel, yeah, right? Like I've gel. held a pillow of jelly. Yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. can't, you can't really do it. Yeah. It's the only. So how they? Oh, it was in a box, right? It was in a box, but then we moved, and we got movers, thankfully. Oh. But that alone is why I'm getting movers when I move again, because mm-hmm. it's impossible. Like two buff, buff dudes struggled. They looked like clowns, you know. <laughs> it's like it's just melting in their hands. <laughs> yeah. Damn, movers the unsung heroes. Truly, always, truly. Well, is that the show? I don't know that I have anything else going on. It's kind of the weird thing, right? We all just have the same days over and over again. Been playing some games. Yep. Yep. Civ's yeah. real good. <laughs> I had uh, I had some good Among Us rounds that you missed, Elmer. Yeah. He did. I uh, I went one hundred percent when I was the imposter. Whoa. The other night. Were you the only imposter? No. Well, y- yes, on those games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Cheeky little self-report, you know, Love cheeky little that. railroad NATO. It was it was some good stuff. Beautiful. Here's the here's the thing that Cass's skill level very high. He's de- he's deceiving all of us. Here's the other detractor that NATO works against all of us. Friend of the show NATO is actively working against all of us. I feel like he just start like last time I played with him, he just immediately accuses someone. Yeah, and then screams it over and over. So then everyone's like, oh, it's not Cass. It must be whoever NATO's accusing. Right. He's, NATO is so loud. He must be right. Mm-hmm. He's just, and then, you know, all the while, Cass is in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Until the game when NATO knows it's me and says, everyone, it's Cass, it's Cass. But now it's like the boy who cried wolf. And they're like, yeah. I think it's probably now NATO. Don't believe him. And then it was me, mm-hmm. you know. So. I love that. See, here's the thing, too. I don't like being down to it's me making the decision, right? Me, Cass, NATO. NATO says it's Cass. Cass says it's NATO. It's a lot of who power. Do I believe? That's like I'm on the top of the skyscraper. Mm-hmm. I don't know who, which clone to shoot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like Detroit become human all over again. <laughs> yeah. I was really racking my brows. Like, is that a Detroit become human reference? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, man. I, uh, unrelated but i just thought of something i my sleeping schedule is so fucked up oh dude same it is yeah. so bad i'm going to bed at like 8 30 9 i can't play video games with my friends anymore because i'm asleep and i wake up at like between this week was between 3 and 5 a.m oh okay yours is Damn. fucked in a different way than mine is yeah it's pretty yeah. awful so like today i woke up way early for this podcast I played one two-hour game of MLB The Show. We went to 17 innings. Um, I won. It was worth it. Congrats. Um, And then we did the show. But it's just like, I don't know how to fix this. And now I'm at the point where I'm about to have a week off from work. But on Monday, I got to wake up super early to drive to Missouri. So I might as well stay fucked for the next couple days. 
and then I'm going to have to wake up early to leave. And then I have one weekend or one day back here to try and fix it. But it's probably not going to happen. It's a lost cause. I mean, I know you're getting up super early, but I feel like getting up early is nice. I always feel more productive when I get up early. Yeah, but it doesn't feel good when you like, because think about the time I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep at 830. That means Mm -hmm. I'm like tired at 730. And that's only like two hours after I finish working. You know, yeah, that, you're right. that part is <laughs> weird. <laughs> Robert's like, yo, you want to watch TV? I'm like, nah, bro, I'm going to bed. I've just like completely officially lost the ability to sleep in, which is a real damn shame. You know, oh, hey, we are having a good night. We've had some drinks. You know, we go to bed at 1 a.m. or something. I'm still up at 6. Yeah, I mean, I'm there. I'm locked like, in on, on that for sure. Yeah, that's it's rough, man. Robert taught me how to play chess. Maybe I'll take a nap today. Robert would. I can't. Robert would play chess. Yeah, he he was in chess club in middle school. Robert would be in chess club. Yeah, he's a loser, but he taught me how to play chess, (laughs) and uh, it's really easy. What's your favorite piece? Uh, the horsey. The the knight. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like the horsey. Um, I like I like getting control of the board with my horseys early. You like taking those L's. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah. Um, I still haven't beat Robert. Robert's really good, but yesterday we had the first game where I was like, I could see him sweating. Mm. Pull and out I the old like, gooey piano, move on him. That's a maneuver. I don't know that one yet. Oh yeah, you gotta learn that one. <laughs> yeah, he 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 did something on me yesterday where he was like, it's called the scholar's gambit. You got fucked, and he did fuck me up. It was pretty nasty. Um, but. Uh, I bet he fun, just watched man. that chess show and stole that. That Netflix no, one. I'm telling you, he was in chess club. He's mm. been on chess for. He's been trying to teach me chess for like four years, and I finally, we were just like, uh, chilling Thursday night, and he was like, "Man, I, I should get a chess set." And I was like, "Yeah, you should." Go on Amazon, and he's like, "No, let's go to the Amazon store." And we walked to the Amazon bookstore, and they had one chess set. Nice. Yeah. Um, but just like poker, you know, he taught me poker, and now I'm better at him, better than him at poker, um, by a large margin. Um, it's pretty hilarious. So, well, we'll hopefully try and get there with chess in the next couple of months. I'll sit here in silence. <laughs> I got nowhere to be. You can get, you can get a clubhouse game fifty one worldwide classics and learn the maneuvers in there let's all get red dead and we can play poker in there that sounds fantastic we can join one of those gangs let's join a gang i did uh download uh gta 5 yesterday Mm. i think i'm gonna try playing gta online wow they got you man damn i'm a mad lad dude I, I like. I, you some I feel like cards. you basically just said, "Hey, I bought a needle and a spoon and a lighter, and uh, I'm gonna check out this heroin thing that everyone keeps talking about." Uh, I don't. I, I have more control than you know. This isn't Stardew Valley, okay? This isn't. This isn't a danger zone. You're listening to Awkward Pause. My name is Elmer. You can find me at Elmer is not mad on Twitter. You can go to Pause at Pause on Twitter. You can go to awkwardpausepod.com slash merch for the sweet, sweet merch. And you can find Andrew Street at... Street Sweeper. Cassidy Sargent. I'm probably going to delete it. Don't even bother. <laughs> and you can uh, buy some some wood that's good at Samu Wood Goods. Etsy.com backslash store backslash Samu Wood Goods. Buy his trees. That's what I said, dude exactly what I said. Bye.
you're going surfing on the internet. Welcome. Okay guys, the first thing that you need to know is that the internet is amazing and it's changing every day. Once you've learned how to get online yourselves, you'll start seeing web pages everywhere. TV shows have them, schools, Disney World, even the White House. What's a web page? Something ducks walk on? Ha ha, very funny. No, it's the name of the different sites you can look up on the internet. When we installed internet access on our computer, I got the whole family involved. It's true, everybody had their own tasks to do. It was a lot of work, but it was really worth it. Now that I've gotten on the internet, I'd rather be on my computer than doing just about anything. I'd rather be on my computer than doing just about anything.